want to make a podcast, let me tell you about Spotify's program for podcasters. And it's called Spotify for Podcasters. I've been using it for over a year now. Couldn't be happier from the switch. You can record wherever you create podcasts, whether it be your phone, computer, and it's easy to upload it and distribute it to everywhere podcasts are heard. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. Best of all, Spotify for Podcasters is completely free. So launch your podcast today. Get started with Spotify for Podcasters. Go to www.spotify.com backslash podcasters to get started. I always expect you guys to edit them out, and then I listen to the podcast, and you just left it in. Yeah, that's that's accurate. And this is part of the intro right now (laughs) that you're doing, so there we go. (laughs) It's all this dead time. Welcome, everybody. We're back. Welcome to the Bro Chat, where the Afterburn Podcast and the Kodiak Shack Podcast merge, bringing you all the answers you didn't ask for, where fighter pilots solve all the world's problems and forget to write the answers. Join your hosts, Jeff Vader Brandon and Jeff Bender Page of the Kodiak Shack Podcast and John Rainwaters of the Afterburn Podcast as they dive into all the solutions you didn't know you needed. We're back. Who's who's got this one? Uh, yeah, no, finally. Nobody has this one. No, no idea. <laughs> the Wild yeah. West. Remember the last time we recorded this, like two years ago? what it feels like yeah it's been a long time i was uh i was still wet behind the ears uh eagle driver yeah look at you now just a terrible eagle driver gray beard seasoned that's right seasoned (laughs) i i think i think bender should do an intro here yeah Yeah. his are the best yeah they are mine are the worst like clearly the worst they're terrible that's why i I always expect you guys to edit them out, and then I listen to the podcast, and you just left it in there. Yeah. No, that's that's accurate. And this is part of the intro right now <laughs> that you're doing, so there we go. It's <laughs> all this dead time. Welcome, everybody. We're back. Uh, been, I don't know, a long time since February, which was that's deep in the winter where I come from. But now it's uh, sunny out here in Utah. There's still snow in the mountains, but not in my yard, which is nice. Uh, <laughs> anyway, welcome, Vader there and Rain. Just always exciting. We didn't get a fourth guest today because we thought we'd go back to the core bros for just one episode. Then we'll hopefully get together again in a couple weeks. Yeah. So what's been happening, fellas? Man, a lot's been happening. We're finally hitting summer. Thankfully, we went from 55 degrees to uh, right around 90, so that's good. So Yeah, uh, just, yeah I love skipping you know, spring straight to summer. Yeah, nobody wants spring. That's just, just where, like, flowers and nice days outside. Not for me, you know. <laughs> The, uh, yeah, but yeah, that's that's what we got going on here. Well, they just shirking my responsibility. Yeah, well, you, I mean, you've completed your transition, and, and going to the Eagle, we probably can more ways than one. But how's that been? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's good. MQT complete took uh, took a little longer because the Jets, you know, they got to say finally they threw down, which uh, I don't believe it until the Jets are on the ramp. But F fifteen EX, uh, that's uh, oh, that's yeah. in my future. So, uh, so that'll be neat. Apparently, um, yeah, I've I've got to see some cool stuff flying around in the sea model. I've been gunned a couple times, uh, which is not my favorite. Uh, but the uh, but yeah, saw the thirty five roll up some uh, some eagles in uh, in air to air as red air. So uh, so yeah, it's been it's been a lot of fun. I got my good buddy Dave. He should be listening to this. He's a flight doc. Um, he was really bummed when the announcements came out because he's at Barnes. And Barnes is getting the F thirty five. Like he just wants to get in the backseat of a Viper. 
I it's probably any fighter, but I'm saying a Viper. I yeah, best fighter yeah. out there. So I mean, it sounds like that's gonna be kind of tough to do at Barnes because they're getting the 35, right? And then you guys are getting the EX. Then they announced someone else was getting the EX or 35. I can't remember. They made several announcements. Then it's been like Nola. Yeah, they're getting the they're getting the EX as well. Ah, interesting. Oh, nice. So this is yeah. the, the is it two guard units that are gonna get it? You guys and then uh, New Orleans. Uh, in Portland. So Portland was already uh, thrown down. So Kadena, Portland, Fresno, and NOLA are going to be EX someday. Kadena. Yeah, I didn't see that one. Yeah, really? that's, like yeah, that's, yeah, so that's what was supposed to – that's why they were getting rid of all the C models was because they were like, the EX is on its way. Checks in the mail. Yeah, definitely so. count on that. Because it – wasn't it supposed to be like 120-ish <laughs> jets? But that's be weird. That's a weird balance of like, hey, you get one active duty squadron, three guard units. I can definitely see this coming to fruition. No issues. Yeah. Well, so there have been, I'm pretty sure there have already been three environmental impact surveys done for Fresno to transition to possibly the 35 or the EX, which the EX should be, if nothing, easier. Because it does, it's not a Pratt 220 that just pisses fuel on the ground every time you shut down. So uh, the environment <laughs> will probably appreciate the GE 129s. Uh, but they've already done three, and it said this. This is the press release said this is all pending an environmental impact study, and it's like I feel like that is the like get out of jail free card where they're going to say like, well, you know, the environmental impact survey doesn't didn't work out, and then the whole plan is going to change. But 100 percent. Either way, they've at least thrown down. The fact that Vermont and Madison got the 35, because, again, environmental impacts, in the Grand Arena, I talk about fuel being dumped on the ground, but just the noise pollution that those two places Mm -hmm. let that happen is amazing. Yeah, I don't know if it was on accident or on purpose, but it seems like West Coast is kind of EX, like West Coast PACAF, and then East Coast is kind of 35 heavy. So... I don't know if there was a reason for that or if that was on accident. That way you guys can be the leading they edge. They all have – so, yeah. Yeah, that's we right. We need you to be the leading yeah. edge. You got to have that big yeah. old hunk of metal out there. Yeah. So we cannot be seen. That's the key to fifth gen. It's really yeah, bad can, fourth gen out there. Can I not be the leading edge, though? Can I just be in trail of said leading edge? Uh, no, that's, that's not. It's not good for us that doesn't way. doesn't work out. I was talking to somebody, and they were saying that they had 35s were running cold. This was a long time ago. This was a few years ago. It might have been Jikto. And 35s were running cold, and Vipers were bonsai. And <laughs> they're, like, in the debrief, and they're like, uh, why aren't you guys bonsai here? And they're like, it, it's way more survivable if we do not trespass Mar. And it's like, yeah. Valid. Yeah, yeah, think, I agree. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. So good. It is. We did. Uh, you guys remember Red Russell? Did you ever meet? You know Red Russell, right? Yeah, yeah I met. Uh, yeah, I met Red. I mean, he just had this spinny flight last week, and so we did. It was awesome. We did a four, so an eight ship DCA, so cat swap out against twelve. I think we had twelve redder, a thirty-five redder. Anyway, it was a rager. It was awesome. But I had learned the week prior that well, I just get nervous having these conversations. It's <laughs> <laughs> being recorded. Uh, anyway. I've been complaining this entire time, like fourth gen tactics, like they're money. And then with, uh, okay, you know what? I'm not going to go where I'm going with this until we're offline, <laughs> but it's pretty interesting. <laughs> Bottom line, it was awesome. 
yeah. and and you it can't would. do the things that you used to do. Yeah, fourth net because people like the stern weds of these things is insane. Mm-hmm. So we're just like, hey, we're just gonna like think real small, go as far into their territory as you can, basically, kind of shot. Anyway, it was awesome. Bottom line, good times. Also, edit this part out if you guys don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> I marked the clip. Marked it. <laughs> yeah, marked the tape. I just need to remember go. to do that. I'm all nervous. We just had our security briefings about the Massachusetts Guardsmen or whatever. <sighs> yeah. Now I'm Man. like, I'm not gonna even tell anybody I even fly the F-35 because yeah. you know they're just looking for the first person to string up. Yeah, I'm surprised. Well, we had been that a, same meeting. Yeah, I was like, I'm surprised there has been a mandatory like CBT that's been accomplished yet. But I guess you guys are doing briefing, so. Oh, there. Yeah, we did a mandatory oh, yeah. stand down. Yeah. Yeah, Intel had like a whole brief, and it was, it was effectively telling you everything that you've already agreed to with your NDAs and right. everything else. It's like, I won't be a complete fool. I will I not go you, into Discord uh, yeah. and have arguments yeah <laughs> and take documents from a secure network and then use that to prove too. it <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's like yeah exactly <laughs> yeah oh, the slides That's did great. end with all the people they've thrown in jail you know over the past however long for security yeah. breaches i will notice that there's no vice presidents or presidents or secretaries like, of state that were thrown in jail for any of these kind of things so. do you ever weird one of the uh i think it was blitz he was talking about when he was working on the hill just the things that staffers would say openly, you know, because they're not, while they're read into all these different things, I don't know if they fully understand that, like, oh, no, you need, you can only say this behind this, you know, six-inch steel door. Um, they're like, no, just running they around. They definitely don't know. Yeah, texting about it and stuff. You're like, mm. if that was anyone in the military, they'd be in jail. Yeah. Well, and this is this isn't a spear to security people because I work with a lot of security people, but a lot of them don't really even understand or know like the secrets that they know. Like they're they're obviously briefed to secrets, and they they don't they just don't they like ignore it and they keep living their life. So I can only imagine a staffer getting a two hour brief of right. all this information of varying classifications, and then they're like, "Yeah, I know exactly where that falls." I mean, I didn't know most of the stuff for like almost a decade of my career to like truly feel confident about like talking about things and not talking about things. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. Oh, not to, uh, not to shift gears, but, uh, I got to apologize to all the Kodiak shack, uh, listeners. Uh, I said it at the beginning of the podcast and I'll say it again. Uh, I'm terrible at my job. Uh, rain and Bender know this, uh, but rain, you'll get a kick out of this. So, uh, I got feedback that the commercials that are like embedded into the show were like high. And then I was like, gosh, okay. If the commercials are louder than the audio, I got to pump that audio up. We got to bring that audio. Yeah. Pump it. Give it some more boost. Yeah. So I was creating a bigger Delta between the commercial. And so people would run like, They'd be running it like lower, and then the commercial would come in like way over the top. And uh, so finally, John, apparently you know him as well, uh, Rain, and uh, he reached out and he was like, "Hey, uh, you're you're screwing the pooch on this one." And uh, I didn't know. I apologize, everyone. I didn't know there's like a just like a master decibel levels that you're running. And uh, I was above the commercial, so what it was doing was creating the commercials were like way higher 
than they should have been. So then I finally set my master audio to the same decibel levels as the commercials. Jim. Now I think we're good, but yeah. I haven't heard. These are bad all feedback. the things that you're like. I never. I don't know. There's things I know now that one I never thought I would know about nor care about. But yeah, you're like oh minus seventeen luffs. I just don't know what that means, but that's what I set everything to. Right. There you that's go. The I, I think it works. Yeah. So yeah, people are probably ears are bleeding and they just haven't said anything. But yeah, okay. I don't know. A year into it, Vader. So you learned one thing over a year. Like that's a pretty good pace of that is know, that's better than curve. most things. Yeah, yeah, there is a slope to it, so that's good. <laughs> one thing. <laughs> one thing. Did you guys see um, that uh, Viper but, crash? It was it Osan last week. I just saw the video from like a yeah, I saw like a closed caption TV video. Yeah, yeah. was it a it was a Rockaf one, right, or was it a US? No, it was, it was US. Well, oh, that's at US. least what a press release I saw. Oh, yeah, I yeah. Saw the, you did you see did the, you see the parachute? Down. Yeah, yeah. it was cool. like a late ejection, like yeah, maybe like three hundred feet, something like that, four hundred feet. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that he, looks not good. Yeah. Not where it would be. It's something. better than being in the fireball, but that's true. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He was definitely he was well clear of the the jet and everything. But yeah, it was the parachute was relatively low. Like in the video, it looked like terrible weather. Not surprising, rain. You know, low clouds. So yeah, I wonder if it was some sort of spatial D or something. Man, oh. we, we break a lot of jets in Korea. I'm not sure it's worth the squeeze. Honestly, all those. All those young, inexperienced people, and they just like fly in terrible conditions. Crash jets every eight months, it seems like. Yeah, that's a good point. Because you don't hear about the all the like the class whatever Bs and Cs that happen like constantly. Going off the end of the runway, doing yeah, just yeah things. And actually, I saw um, Paco had just posted the picture of the rapper, the Raptor from five years ago, that had the gear up early retraction like it just flew for the first time this week that's the point too it's like while not all of these things end in fireballs like they might be all bent up and get put back together again but it might take three four years to to do that it's not like we have a whole lot of vipers i don't think but i don't know what do i know I mean, they're building new ones, you know. Can we just get a replacement one every time we crash Yeah, one? you should, right? Block 70s would yeah. be sweet, wouldn't they? God, that'd be so awesome. Is there insurance on these? Is it like your card? Like, oh, okay, we'll, give, we'll, pay, you, we'll pay you 84% of the value of your F-16. <laughs> tax dollars. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah it's just tax dollars. Keep raising the debt ceiling, yeah, and then it's, it's good. Me. You can keep buying as many as you want. That's right. That's a thing right now, right? They're, uh, they're worried about that. Yeah, debt ceiling. I think it's coming up next. Is that June? They got to raise it again. Imagine there's some like ramifications. Oh, yeah. It's just like you know, if we had a budget every year. I didn't do my annual tour until yeah. April. I wanted to do it in January, but it's like ah, we really can't do it in January because usually we don't have a, a budget by that point, so we wouldn't have funding. You're like this is like a known thing every single year. Could we just not just figure this out? No. No is the answer. No. We cannot. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's brutal. And then, well, for like our, in our wing, whatever, the previous year will have gone, you know, terribly because they didn't have the money. So they like guessed where they'd get the money to win and that was <laughs> right. all wrong. But like the next year, like, okay, this year we got burned because of XYZ. This year we're going to do this and it should take care of that. And of course, like this year's problems are completely different than last year's. 
So last year's is still a fireball, and then now we have a new fireball of the stuff that we don't get paid for this year. So it's just like, what are we doing? But uh, do you use Todd C. Rain? For your oh, my God. Yes, I'm, I'm just going through that process yeah. right now, which I yeah. was trying to certify. I'm terrified my, to come off of my AGR orders because and, of that. that but. Well, and that, so for my annual tour, I had to use that, right, to certify but then this whole my FSS transition, which, oh, by the way, too, I probably should ask you, I have an OPR that's supposed to close out at the end of the month that I don't even know. Now it's like a narrative form. I don't, it, none of this, none of this stuff works. And you go to like the links, like, oh, this, this website shut down. It redirects you here. Click on this and it'll take you to the appropriate thing. And now it takes you to the old website. Like who, who does this? Like they are, I give you, it's so bad at their jobs. Like it's amazing. Like, I know this is not ready. I don't know this. I'm going through the process right now, trying to certify my orders and it has been yeah. a nightmare. The point where I'm, I just yeah, don't care. Anymore. Like I don't, I don't, I don't care if this is how bad yeah. you are doing. Yeah. Your we job. have like probably hundreds of thousands of dollars of orders that aren't paid out in our wing. And everybody's like, you can just keep the money. It's not worth me freaking going in and trying to chase it down. But I guess like, <laughs> The fix right now is because if you you're supposed to like just sign it and then send it right and yep. then it emails your commander to approve it, but it gets lost somewhere. Instead of emailing your commander, it just goes to wherever it goes, but nobody sees it. So now they're like, okay, email it to yourself, and if you don't see it within ten minutes, like this is our new fix because we've been dealing with this for a year. So if you don't see it in ten minutes, then print it out, handwrite it all, walk it over to finance. They'll handwrite their part or whatever, and then once you get paid. Sometime in the next year, you got to scan it back in, email it to Todd, to wherever arrows or whatever thing so that you can get, because you'll get paid, but you won't get credit for the working the day towards your retirement or whatever. Oh, I didn't know so, like, that. That's, all I care. That's honestly all I care about. I just want the credit. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> so make sure you keep all the hard copies, scan them in, email them, and then make sure at some point in the next year that it's added to your days that you work towards your retirement or whatever. I'm like, who's got freaking time for that? It, so now the joke is you get a you get two what are called RMPs, but they're like office work paydays. Like you can use two office work paydays for every one order that you're trying to get submitted because <laughs> it takes so long just to get the thing approved by the commanders or whatever. It is a disaster. I'm glad we talked about this because I didn't know that. I was like, again, I only care about the points. I don't even care about getting paid. But then too, it's like I just I don't have time to spend eight hours doing something that should take three minutes. Um, yeah. Uh, just mind numbing. The other piece too is I emailed my orders, which has my social security number on it, and I have a different oh, yeah. ad uh, government address now, which also is different with encryption, which I couldn't encrypt it. So I'm pretty sure I'm gonna get locked out because of some, you know, like oh, you sent personal identifiable information. <laughs> it's like you gave me no choice, or I'll yeah. just use Gmail. And isn't it yours? Right. That's like yeah. I, yeah, I was forced to forfeit the security piece of it because, yeah. But it was my choice. Uh, yeah. I don't how was how it always this way? How if you can build, <laughs> you know, it's like F-35s. It's all of these things that, like, are amazing technology. And it's like, can't get paid, though. Like, I can I can do all the other stuff, but I can't get paid. I, I don't, I, this is, everyone complains about this, right? But again, let's just say my civilian employer. If they want me to work within a matter of, minutes i can one go pick up a trip to go fly and then oh by the way all the pay and everything it's done automatically like it's in the system like i don't have to worry about this or that and i don't know if i need to log in 
I can quickly log in with, you know, an Okta Verify, uh, just like that new FSS has, anywhere in the world. And I can do it in seconds and handle whatever I need to do. And apparently our United States military can't figure that out. That's too tough. And there's like thousands of finance people in the military getting paid to do this. Right. It's and your job. Like seven at FedEx, right? Yeah. If, if even FedEx that. Mail it with seven people. Yeah, yeah. if seven. <laughs> and it's not yeah. even ever, it's probably wrong every once in a while, but they fix it. Like you said, like yeah. within 15 minutes of noticing the error, it's like correct. So the DOD is really good at figuring out when you owe them money. So mm. that, that somehow happens really fast. So I'm not sure how that goes. <laughs> yeah. like, oh, yeah. we overpaid you $75. Like we noticed like three minutes ago you owe us that like okay i'll well, just pay 75 bucks but like oh no you can't you know you can't just pay it back like <laughs> you know it's gonna take nine months for you to go through the process of paying back 75 dollars did, did i tell you the story of the guy being sent to collections um from deep ass <laughs> oh, gosh so i can't remember no, it, i don't think so he, he's a fellow pilot he was transitioning from either the reserves or the guard agr to tra- traditional like one way or the other right He's moving units. So he moves units, goes through that whole process. Again, I have talked about that. The fact that like, oh, you've only paid this one bank account for 15 years. Just keep paying that. Like, nope, you got to resubmit all your paperwork. And again, it's not easy. Um, So he moves units. And then uh, about a year later, he gets a notice from a collection agency that he owes. It's like $27.33. Like he's been sent to collections. It's DFAS, and for those listening, that's the company that handles or the entity that handles all the payment processing for at least the Air Force and probably all DOD. So miraculously, he's able to get someone on the phone. I don't know how that happens. It probably cost him 12 hours of his life. And she naturally takes an attitude with him that he didn't pay this. And it's like, well, where'd you mail this? And she reads the address, and he goes, can you read that address again? She snidely reads the address again. DFAS was mailing themselves the collection, the, the under, or overpayment notice to this guy. <laughs> and so yeah. they kept sending it to themselves. <laughs> they didn't even awesome. send it to him and then like sent him to collections. You're like, what? Like, what are you doing? So, oh, that's fun. Yeah. So, yeah. world's most powerful military right there. Boom. You better shake in your boots. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, it's always something. Funny. It's always something. What can you do? Yeah, it would be, it would be cool because I feel like the Guard and Reserves have the same problem. I think people would stay around a lot longer if they cleaned up the rest of the, the the non like the mission support group side. Like if it was, yeah, you know, like I fell off of orders for one day, so like my family falls out of deers, so they don't have health insurance, and all of our like painstaking efforts to get a primary care manager and to be on a specific like care plan all falls out. And then you have to call and you have to talk to people and maybe you can control it. I don't know to how I could control it personally, but there's uh, I guess there's meal connect or whatever, but there's, it's always a nightmare to get these things done again. And then it's like, Oh, well we don't have your orders. And it's like, but they exist. Like there, there's somewhere where you can access my orders other than me getting them to you. So yeah, if you're listening, uh, NGB, the uh, figure it with, out with all due respect. Yeah, <laughs> I just, um, I my thing is like I'm doing the Garden Reserve, right? Like you still have a desire to serve and and do something for your country. 
However, in most cases, unless you are full-time in AGR, it's not your primary means of paying for everything and earning a living and taking care of your family. So it's like, all right, if the flag goes up and you need me, yep, all right, I'll be there, right? That's what. That's why you're serving. But uh, when it's not really that, and it's more or less just like admin and maintaining readiness, you need to make it easy for people to go out there and serve and not make it an extra burden. Like in order to go onto orders, that's probably going to burn eight hours of my life, all this different stress and trying to email people, um, trying to get it done, which point in case, trying to get onto my annual tour, lo and behold, like nothing works and four phone calls, multiple emails, just trying to go to work. Just to, like the thing you hired me to do, you want me to come to work? Like make it easy for me to come to work. Don't make me jump through all these hoops to come to work. Like otherwise I'll go to my other job that really pays the bills and it's super easy to go to work. So that's my thing. It's just, yeah. it's so frustrating. It's yeah, man. I'm sure it's getting better. <laughs> yeah, right? definitely. Like, definitely. It's getting better. Trend. Yeah. Maybe. It's I mean, scary. I still, I still file my leave on a three page piece of paper. <laughs> and so that's, that's how I go on leave. I have three yeah. pages to fill out. And is that because signed by my, you're new to the unit or is that like just hasn't caught up? So if, if you're not AGR, like an actual active guard reserve person, I think that's what the acronym is. You, your leave is like a 988 form. And you like everything is done effectively manually. Like it's a digital, I mean, it's a PDF. So you like digitally fill it out, <laughs> you sign it, you email it to your supervisor, which as every fighter pilot knows, it's just a bro in the squadron. It's like, Hey, you're logged in. Can you sign my leave? Sure. And then you get your leave signed, you send it to finance. And then when you get back, you have to re-sign it. Your supervisor has to re-sign it and send it back to finance to actually close the loop. And then finance is like, yeah, we lost it. Can you send it again? It's like, it's digital. Like it's, it can't get lost. Like it's somewhere <laughs> out there. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, it's comical because yeah, I like leave web. Like my pay, I have some weird like relic my pay of my active duty time. So I'll like look yeah. at that. And I'm like that doesn't look right. And then it's like, oh no, 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 you're not in the reserve side. And it's like, why would I want the old one from over a year ago? But <laughs> uh, uh, it's amazing. It's yeah. amazing. Eventually things work out though. Like if I think about DTS, so like our travel voucher, like when we first got in, that thing was a train wreck. That's so, true. You know, it took 16 years, but DTS seems to work <laughs> just, okay. You know, I mean, it looks like it's made in 1998, but same with like Merc Chat. It's like a chat room from 1991, <laughs> and that's how all like command and control happens in the Air Force. Still, you're like, holy crap, it's awesome. Why no not? Con- it's proven. No, con- no concerns. I've yeah. Questions? I've none. No, we're not. Uh, I've noticed. Uh, I've noticed your uh, your video clips and your your video for the podcast has been throttled up. What's going on there? Like it's you stepped into the next generation. Trying to, you know, this. Uh, you know, the podcast platforms don't really show your show to that many people. Like they got to be like legitimately like searching for your podcast, but. The video piece between social media and all that stuff, you can reach more people, which I've found success there. However, as I know you know, uh, editing all this stuff is a pain. I, I actually really do yeah. not enjoy editing any of it. But I was telling you, it's like I found this one program through AI. You know, it's great. 
until it takes over our world, kills us all. But like right now in the short <laughs> until term, then, though, yeah, it just goes through and chops up this video. Whoever's talking, it shows their face and it makes it a lot easier. But so we probably got a good three, four months before that happens. So you'll see more clips coming out until uh, AI takes over and kills us all. Yeah. Did nice. you? I sent you guys. I sent you guys that link. It yeah. was uh, Chat GPT, and it said, you know, Chat GPT cannot like rewrite its code. It cannot, and it had a few things that Chat GPT cannot do. Like it can't get angry at people or become, you know, self aware or whatever. Uh, but it said it can go on like Fiverr and like Upwork and pay a human to do to write that code and to like change it for itself. And it's like we That's, are gonna. It's gonna like through the internet, gonna use humans to do what it can't do itself. And I was like, dang it, like, we are gonna be our own demise. Yeah, it's uh, it's wild yeah. to see some of the stuff that uh, has popped up. Have you seen? It was one. It was a. I think a police department was sharing screenshots of Snapchat, and so Snapchat apparently has an AI chatbot in there, and the person was asking, "Hey, um, what do they say? Oh, where am I at right now?" And it's like, "Oh, I, you know, I don't have access to your location." Da 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 da. And then it says, like, where's the nearest McDonald's? It's like, boom, the nearest McDonald's is 1.54 miles away. This is the address. It's like, I thought you said you didn't know where my location was. So, and then this response was, well, no, because you provided me other information, I was able to get your location. Like, and it's like, I didn't provide you any information. And then, like, the next screenshot, this person was having this interaction. And the AI is like, you know, my name's Sarah. Like, I have feelings and I'm sad. You know, it's like, it gets real creepy when it's, like, self-aware. And then it goes out on Fiverr and hires someone to design a robot to <laughs> put its body in yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's the future uh, well, bender they were they it were the it was years ago that jikdo sent that article yeah that was yeah that thing haunts me to this day i think about that article i i like try to share it with people and it it's like rain you got to read this thing so i'm gonna try to share it with you actually it's like be haunted for years <laughs> but it's like 40 pages it's a long like he's like, just read this article, but it's it's not like a an article. It's like somebody's I don't know PhD thesis or something, but it's pretty long, and it's like it's really eye opening. And after you read it, you I don't know, it's like taking the pill. You're like, I see it all now. Uh, but if you just like glance at it, you look like a crazy person. So my family thinks I'm insane when I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, trust me, it's gonna happen, and it's gonna be. Mother's Day cards that kill us all. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Trust me, everybody. It will be the Mother's Day cards. Like that is, that is how AI gets us. The uh, the best is now you're in that weird realm where you haven't explained enough to the audience, but then yeah. you've explained enough that net. So you're like, it's really hard to find the like article it. too. So no one will ever know what I'm talking about. Yeah, they're just not going to do <laughs> Mother's Day cards. Back. You probably should do Mother's Day. Cards yeah, it's like this week. I'll give you the thirty second. So, like. They're not going to be malice, right? AI doesn't have feelings or whatever, but it will try to be the best at what you've like given its job to be. So, and it, with self-learning, like machine learning or whatever, it'll just get better and better. So that the the guy in like one of the examples is you're like, hey, you create this AI to write holiday cards or whatever. And it's like just do your best, and so it's like okay, you know, I'm going to write the best holiday card. So it like goes on the internet, like reads all options that there are, and then it like studies people's handwriting, it studies people's like the way they interact on text messages or whatever. And then it, eventually, like, it just keeps getting smarter and smarter, and then it figures out that humans are, like, the obstacle in the loop. 
like if if we can just get rid of the humans and i can create more of these cards or whatever anyway so it ends up like killing all the humans so that it can create like more mother's day cards or whatever uh for the earth anyway it's that's the short version of it but it's pretty compelling the article is like <laughs> yeah like all of it is like plausible stuff that could happen You're like geez yeah. we are well, doomed and it's not with malice. It's just like, oh, this objectively makes sense, so I'm just going to do that step. Yeah. That's the weird part, yeah. that you always want to apply like that that human you know, feeling or approach to something, but it's different. Just black and white? Is there a... Yeah. Is yeah. there any AI... Not like... it. I mean, there's automation in the, in the plane you're flying now, right, Rain? Oh, yeah. Like, you got, you got some pretty yeah. good, like, solid automation... It's helping you out. There is the the talk uh, Airbus the A three hundred and fifty freighter. I think twenty twenty six is supposed to be ready for single pilot operations. Knowing nothing about it, just pure assumptions that if you are going to do something along those lines, you are going to have some kind of AI integration that's monitoring. You know, if if it's two pilots on that plane flying 14 hours, but only one has to be on the flight deck. So the other one could be sleeping or yeah. And that guy dies up on the flight deck. It's smart enough to wake the other one up. And I don't know. I think there's, it's just going to, it's going to keep happening, but there's no AI. It's all your standard autopilot stuff, which is, you know, a triple seven weighing 500,000 pounds. If you program it correctly, can fly the plane all the way to landing and stop on the runway. Can't taxi or anything like that, but there's auto brakes. Um, you still have to manually put the switches in the right spot and things like that right now. But yeah, you don't. Yeah, I mean, it could I, taxi itself like that. Yeah, technology it, obviously it, it, exists. Like, yeah, it's just a matter of. It's just a matter of when they decide they want to do it. Yeah. Yeah. And how much, which I think FedEx has spent a lot of money. I mean, all, all, all these playing companies are investing heavily in AI and further automation so you can remove the person. It would make it cheaper for them. It would. Yeah. More reliable. You're not worried about people calling in sick. Yeah. But the touchdown for us will be, they're going to need, I mean, like my kids aren't going to have jobs, but whatever. <laughs> like I'll have a job. Like I'll be sitting in an office, like monitoring 30, you know, Delta airplanes and like right. where they're going. Like I'll do that for my house. Like I'm still yeah. me, you know, thousand dollars an hour. Yeah, there's a trans- <laughs> there's a transition period. They they need people for a little while longer until holiday yeah. cards or something like that. And then they yeah, until yeah. kill, <laughs> kill us all. You get a warm fuzzy though as you're you know getting slayed by the AI machine. Yeah, no big deal. That's a pretty nice card. Then you're dead. Yeah. <laughs> How much? Uh, how much interaction is there? Like when you're on those like long haul, like night or whatever, like flights, is there a lot of interaction just like keeping each other awake? Like how does that, how does that kind of work? It depends on who you're flying with, right? Which most guys, I think out of all the, so if you're doing a long haul flight, like over 10 hours, you got four people, but you're doing like two and two. So you're, you're going to be sitting up there with your best friend for three hours, go back, rest for three hours, cycle back and forth. Um, Usually, the people you're flying with, there's enough, there's something new or different that you're talking about or interested that you'll just, you'll talk for three hours. Maybe you're, maybe you spin the heading bug or put something in or do some performance, you know, to kind of get ahead of the jet for uh, what's going to happen the next 10 hours when you go to land. But usually it's just <laughs> conversation that you're sitting up there to do it. 
the ones that are really painful and it's when it's you and your best friend, if it's under seven and a half hours, it's just you two. So the worst, one of the worst mm. like legs in our system is Memphis to Anchorage. It's like two thirty in the morning and you're just like, just you and whoever sitting there just trying to like put pencils in your eyeballs, to like hold them open. Uh, cause you don't get a cycle out of the seat. You're just sitting there the entire time. But if it's over seven and a half or seven thirty-five, then you throw a third person in there and you kind of rotate to really spice it up. But we have no Wi-Fi. That's the good know? one. We're not like Delta. I imagine Delta pilots are just sitting up there on Wi-Fi all day long. Cause now I don't know if you guys have flown recently, like Delta, it's like free Wi-Fi for Sky Miles members, like in most of their planes, and it's like fast. So, oh yeah, a little golf clap. It's been a while, and. I don't remember our Wi-Fi in the cockpit allowing us to do things, but I wasn't there very long, and I didn't try very hard because I didn't want to get fired. Yeah. But now that I'm off probation and protected by the union, I'll, I'll explore that space. <laughs> That's right. That's what you want to hear. Your pilots are uh, up front, working for you, people. Yeah. But, well, stay. In, yeah, you gotta yeah. stay awake. That's what you want. You gotta. That's yeah, true. Something. Step one: stay awake. Step two: everything else. When they're also worried about. Someone was saying too that, like on the Delta iPads, like the weather is really good for like turbulence to like make sure, like it'll 3D picture, like, oh yeah, if you descend down to 28,000 feet, you can shoot through this hole that's like not as bad. Whereas we yeah. don't really care about that so much. We're just like, go through that just turbulence. Superpower coming through and just be shaking the entire time, <laughs> as long as the wings stay attached. Uh, don't yeah. care. Uh, don't mind those fragile boxes in the back. And like, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> With some Do you ever have tents. loose car? Are they pretty good about? Yeah, knock on wood, right? You, that? The one you see, that 7.4, right? That was out of Bagram that the yeah. MRAPs came that loose on. Shift. Yeah, um, Most, like, on the triple, they'll be, they can palletize some stuff, and the stuff they usually palletize is there's one or two pallets of dangerous goods. Which, if that goes up, like, well, ship sail. But they got someone who, like, as a DG specialist, they spend all their time every day palletizing this stuff. So you're like, ah, that's probably pretty good. It's all the lithium batteries that are back in a container or the dangerous goods that are not declared that someone shipped. That's the stuff you really got to worry about. But if there's, like, a lithium battery fire, like, uh, like land as soon as you can. But, you know, if you're over the Pacific Ocean, yeah. like, I guess they'll find pieces of the What's wreckage. Your game plan, right? Yeah, you, yeah. it's not gonna. It's not gonna you end. You can well. ditch a seven, a seven, oh, yeah. seven, seven, right? Oh yeah, yeah. The, I mean, that thing. The, you got like thirty-five feet between you and the bottom of the airplane, don't you? Yeah, it's it's rather high. You wouldn't want to fall. They had yeah. uh, it was a seven-six. There's video out online. They had, yeah, it was like the left main didn't come down. And it landed at LAX. This is probably like two years ago. And so as they're troubleshooting, right, all like the plane spotters hear this going on, on the radio. So they go set up and the guy did a phenomenal landing. But I think the FO, so in the 7.6, I don't know if this is all 7.6.7s, you don't have, it's probably just us. They, they only have like an escape rope. So they had to go out the window in the escape rope. And I think the FO like shattered his ankle, like going down. Like it's a big, I mean, it's like look at the top of your roof of your house and be like, okay. Jump off that! You're like mm, it's not gonna, it's not going in well. But we have the slides, the rafts that pop out of the doors, which was an emphasis item when I showed up there because 
turns out people were inadvertently popping the slides each and every time. Not each, <laughs> like it was like 11 of them. And they're like a tune of like a million dollars a pop. So if you inadvertently pop oh. the slide, uh, it's rather Yikes. expensive. And supposedly too, it's because they didn't like, well, you know, here, here's, oh, they, here, we, here's, here's what was going on. The, you know, any of the airlines, I think, Bender, correct me wrong, like the person, the maintenance or the rampage on the outside is going to open the door. When the 777 showed up for us, somewhere like, no, we don't want that responsibility. So the pilots would do it. Like, there's no way to physically, like, pop the slide if you open the door from the outside. So logic would be like, hey, let's just remove that piece of the equation and uh, we'll just have the ramp open the door so it never pops. But no, like someone in that was like, no, we're not taking on that responsibility. And then, you know, like $11 million later. (laughs) (laughs) Well, now you're going to have to have a, like a fitness test. There's going to be a rope climb or at least a rope descent to to stay fit. Some of those guys fly away through like, well, uh, maybe the impact would be absorbed by their cushion. (laughs) Yeah. But like, there's no way you'd fit through that window. You would die. You would burn alive here if you, if that was the case. Even the triple seven has oh, big man. windows. But I was like, if, you, if someone had to go out that window, there's some guys you fly with. You're like, I don't, I'm not gonna make it. I don't think you're gonna make it there, buddy. It's not gonna happen. So <laughs> you got to be like, I'll go first, and then yeah. I'll catch you when you. Yeah, <laughs> I got you. Go now and just run away. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, how's it been going on the How Kodiak Shack podcast? Sorry. Oh, it's been good. We we had to slow down a little bit because because uh, a lot of, a lot of irons in the fire right now, but yeah. uh, but yes, yeah, so we've we've been putting out some uh, some sweet stuff. I talked to uh, some people. This this episode will be out before this airs, uh, but it's yeah. We talked to some dudes. They're at they're doing IDE, so they're like major level education uh, and pretty solid deals. They're at a one of them's at Rand doing like stuff and then the other one is at uh the gordian knot center at stanford uh but it's they kind of it's the chief staff it was some like it's some broader like school program but they all embed at these like super sweet spots and they're working like they're effectively using all of these locations to kind of work on like the uh logistical and like battle management like the physical, like moving equipment around side of like the A5 side of ACE. So the, like the big like question mark on ACE is like, yeah, we can, we can move jets everywhere we want. How are we going to refuel them? Right. You know, load weapons on them, all that kind of stuff. So they're, they're working through that right now. So, so there's some pretty sweet stuff. I mean, innovation, I mean, obviously it's going all the time and there's some, amazing tech that people are coming out with so yeah it's it's uh it's going well well ace well, agile combat employment so being able to disperse your unit and go be agile and deploy and operate in uh different locations here's what kills it dts people can't fill out their travel vouchers and get their orders <laughs> authorized so that's right yeah, yeah i can't send the jets <laughs> you come back they remove your secure security clearance uh you didn't tell us that you were going to this country 45 days prior <laughs> well you know i didn't know i was going there until about yeah. an hour prior yeah, uh, yeah the, the, uh, it's nah, in it's, the rules so if it's, if it's in the rules you got to do that yeah. i joked yeah, um, we're, we're, 
Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, we're going to have to lighten, like loosen the reins on uh, how we control everything if we're actually going to do ACE because the whole like only your maintenance works on your airplane and only this and only that, and you're like, that can't happen. Like it has to be right. You know, agile. One, one team, one fight. Exactly. Agile. Yeah. Exactly. Agile. There's a word for it. The uh, mm-hmm. the rule piece. So Oshkosh last year um, did a little tour around the F thirty five with Bayo. So the jets are parked. So they got A models and C models all parked next to one another. Air Force security forces. I don't think the Navy had. I think Air Force Security Forces was doing all the security for the F 35s there. The jets are pointed north, maybe 40 feet, maybe 40 feet in front of the jet is a chain link fence. That's the airport perimeter. We're inside, obviously. We're doing a walk around. We got cameras and we're talking. So naturally, security forces, like one of the guys, gets too close. To like one of the cones. He's like, you got to back up. You can't, you know, like lose his mind. Meanwhile, on the other side of the fence, staring directly down the intakes uh, and at the F-35 are four photographers with lenses that are four feet long. <laughs> and How like, many blades okay. are on that thing? Yeah, it's like, yeah. if you are going to be concerned about someone here, would it be the guy with the telephoto lens on the other side of the fence? Or, you know... The guy who we've obviously been talking to Bayo and we're conscious of what we're not going to do. Like, no, sir. Yeah, it's 25 feet. That's what's in the AFI, the reg. So this is what it is. That guy's outside 25 feet, so don't have to worry about that. I'm like, this, this is the stupidity, you know? And, and, like, just, again, it parallels. It goes through everything. Like, oh, well, not my problem. Yeah. Agile. It'll buff out. It will. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. Chinese have Yeah, uh, so... One of our episodes was with the uh, anyway the agile the former commander of the agile battle lab, which is ACC's oh, yeah. like little cell of like yeah. how are we going to do this, which is it's actually been awesome. So we Hill connected with them after we talked to him. Be like, what do you guys actually do? Anyway, it's it's been really cool to see. But one of the things that when they came out to brief, they're like, hey, you know, like like writing on the wall, CISA, which I don't, or maybe it's DISA, defense information security whatever whoever runs com for the dod right they're like you know just so you know like they're not on board with anything that we're going to do in case of war so they're like you got to like make your own you have to like solve your own com problems like whatever radios you need whatever internet access you need whatever like communication you need don't like none of that will come from anybody higher than your squadron level basically <laughs> like like that's acc slide is like hey the air force isn't going to provide any of this for you even though we have this gigantic organization whose job it is to provide it like they're not going to square that corner ever so like figure it out i'm like well if we're already writing off you know like one of the key functions of a joint force i was like that's not going to work like yeah that's not great so (laughs) but there there's other stuff it's not just the comm it's the same thing with like the logistics like you guys were saying they're like well you're not going to have you know you're gonna have to move your bombs and your whatever over to like little places and they're like, and don't expect any C 17s or C one thirties. Like, cause they're owned by TACC or whoever owns them. Like they're not going to dish them out. Like you're gonna have to find your own way to transport that. Like, what do you mean? Find our own way to train? Like there's like 600 <laughs> miles between where I am and the little tiny Island you want me to go to. Like we can get like a raft. Like, I don't understand. <laughs> no, think agilely, like get it there. Like, 
Think okay. agilely. Everyone gets an extra <laughs> helmet bag of 25 millimeter. You guys have 25 millimeter, right? Yes. Is that what it is? Yeah. So, yeah. 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 Carry that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how you're going to contract that to the Chinese. That's what we'll do. Like, I'm yeah, sure China can solve that problem. For us. Like, uh, <laughs> this is, I think this is the broader problem with the military is there's people who are very comfortable with taking measured amounts of risk. And there are people who will take no risk. And the problem is, like, we, you're, you're always going to be on opposite sides of it. You're going to have people who are like, I take risk every day. I just sit down and say, like, okay, that is an acceptable level of risk that I will take. I'll do it. And then other people are like, no way. I'm not getting in trouble for that. I'm not going to jail for that. That's, like, the standard things. I'm not going to jail for that. And you're like, what jail? Like, I don't like, – Leavenworth <laughs> is just full of calm and contractors. You know, like, I don't get it. But, yeah, it's uh, – we just we're gonna I, I like I feel like this is overused, but it's one of those things like you must. Like it's not like oh we need this. It's like you must do this. Like just do it. But yeah, we're we're gonna find well, we may find out. Yeah. We'll yeah, see. when you're a when you're a toad decoy for Bender, when you're out on the leading edge. Yeah, exactly. A push to, yeah, exactly. Uh, push decoy. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> Eagle two, recommit. No. <laughs> <laughs> like, trust me, it's going to be fine. I probably Yeah. yeah. I got your bag. I'm going to have to have, like, I got four freaking missiles. It's going to yeah. last the first seven minutes of whatever fight we're in. Like, okay. Give me an email. Yeah. Somebody. Yeah. That's why you Well, that's, that's the only reason I'm going to be alive. Fifth gen is like, they can't die because they have our missiles. So he's <laughs> an extension of me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, we talked to, uh, one guy, uh, Bender, Bender uh, wasn't able to make this one, but uh, uh, Scar, um, Ben Timmerman, Band. he was on uh, uh, the Merge podcast too, but Scar is an old Raptor dude uh, who now he works at Blue Force Tech, and they work on combat collaborative aircraft, and that was a pretty sweet one. Like they're because now the whole thing, like we we have this idea of like loyal wingmen and stuff, but they're trying yeah. to use these like there there's tons of names for them. There's like CCA is just like one like okay that's a combat collaborative aircraft. There's others that are like training collaborative aircraft. So like TCAs, and then instead of like half your squadron, you know your whole like your squadron briefs for the day, and half of you're getting blue air, half of you're going to be red air. It's just like you're all going to be doing blue air, and then you just have these like collaborative aircraft that are going to go out and just fly your red air for you, and then you're like sick, like that's pretty sweet, and then you don't waste all the hours and man, you know, and the people to fly your red air. You just have it. So yeah, there's I mean there's a ton of stuff. The problem is. I think the biggest gripe I have, like learning more about innovation, is that there's this like very smooth progression through innovation to a point. And then that point is like a min viable product. Like we have delivered on everything you've asked. And then the commercialization, the like, okay, we're going to like roll this out. That is, I, I don't think there is a, a good smooth path forward. So I think a lot of things that are, awesome tech and solve problems they just die on the vine because they don't get like broad commercialization so that's it makes you feel good yeah <laughs> that's right well it, yeah, it's, it's interesting it, to see that more when you say same. that the 
how the landscapes changed. Because uh, I think of just if you go back to like the 2014, 2015 time frame with like Draken coming on to be able to provide red air. I think, I mean, they were doing like 15,000 flight hour programs at Nellis, which is Shaw's like a 15,000 flight hour, or at least it was. So doing a lot of flying to then fat, was it last year? They lost their contract at Nellis. I mean, it was like overnight and then like, oh, boom, we're standing up in F-35 aggressor squadron. One, just how fast like the threats are changing. But the collaborative piece is interesting. I think the Valkyrie, the Marines just this week, with their F-35s. I don't know if, Bender, you got anything you can say about it without going to jail or not. This was an open source article, but the Marines were doing all this collaborative stuff with Valkyrie and having it as, like, it's dedicated wingmen. I don't know. It's just different. It's a different landscape. It's changing fast. It's like the iPhone showing up, you know? Yeah. That's a crazy thing that the Air Force, because that Draken contract had, like, an, an entire another year yeah. of flying on it and they just said nope we're done like i'm pretty sure they still paid it out because it was a contract like it's not that they just turned turned off the money and then i think track and at nellis moved to seymour johnson and now because seymour has like three fighter squadrons like they just fly for them now and it's like yeah well down at lakeland where sun and fun is that's like their depot um they bought a bunch of was it they have I was like Mirage. I can't. They got him from Spain. I was talking to Slick, and he was saying that, or maybe it was the Jordanians. Like at one point, like they they bought a bunch of them. They're all containerized, shipped them back over. They got all like the consumables too. Like it was a smoking hot deal. But then, like they'll never fly because the logbooks are like non-existent, and it's way too big of a lift to even overcome that to get them to fly in the national airspace system. Oh, because I actually can't make them like experimental or whatever it is, but they had like a rough, I think a rough year. I don't, I don't know from like losing that oh, contract. Who's the guy the Vipers? Is that Aces or Ace? Ace, yeah. Ace is that what it is? Because they're out in yeah, yeah, I'm to see Phoenix. Those. And the, and, yeah, Phoenix, right? Aren't they like retro fitting them with pretty Gucci? I have yeah, nice jammers. And, yeah, someone and stuff. Um, might have been Cass. Young, I was like thinking of like me like what they were saying. They have like Aisa radar. I mean, they, they have gotten some nice tech yeah, in in those jets. Full up, I think. Well, so. that's the F fives too. I mean, Climate Falls has F five red air. I mean, they'll have Isas. They'll have. Uh, I think they can run jammers. Like they even have a centerline gas tank, so they'll fly like a two point Yeah, and so you're like a tiny little T thirty eight that can jam. Good luck. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's yeah. I mean, it's, you need it. Like, because I think our biggest problem was like, the, it's funny because the, the C model and the F 16 have exact opposite problems where the F 16, at least for a long time, was like, okay, we're going to have this threat and it's got this really big radar cross section. And then it's a bunch of F 16s trying to replicate that, you know? So it's like you're yeah. never actually going to be able to fight the real thing. And then now like C models and most things are like, all right, the threat has a relatively small radar cross section. C models go replicate that, you know? And so (laughs) it's just, it's funny because you're like, yeah, you need, you need a, like a third party aircraft to, to kind of provide that training aid rather than just sending your primary, you know, machines to go train against. 
yeah. random. Uh, I wish I could find it. I just saw it this week. It was a J20 taxiing out, which I think one of the clips I made a long time ago was a J20 taxiing out, but the resolution wasn't that good. And this one was like 4K, which I was surprised to see the Chinese drop that out there. But when you look at that, I mean, like, that, like, nose on, like, you guys just stole a Raptor and then just couldn't figure out how to make it <laughs> small like a Raptor. I mean, that's a, it's a huge plane, but gosh, it looks a lot like a Raptor and F 35 kind of like blended mix. Yeah. Yeah, the J20s are pretty full up. It's, yeah, Those J16s, those things. I actually don't know what any of these numbers mean. I just know what they do. Like, I know how to threat rep them. <laughs> how to fight. Yeah. They're like, VID that in the sim. I'm like, I have no idea which one that is. <laughs> it's hostile. If you look at pictures, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's hostile. It's hostile. Yep, it, yeah. Canard's probably bad. Shoot it. Um, yeah, yeah, that's right. J20. J20s look, if, you know, enough different that you can kind of tell those. But tell. Yeah. If it's I, not a B1 did, and it's got canards. I did see the, the, the J16s flying in Dubai. Like the Chinese, you gotta watch like it. Did, yeah. When they did their the the twenty seventeen air show there, so they um, the Russian knights were there, and then the Chinese were there. And it was like the first time the Chinese, I think, had taken their demo team really that far or anywhere else. But like watching it fly, you know, because it kind of looks like a viper. And at that point, like watching it, you know, you're only seeing the the demo, but. Like the min radius turn and things like that did not look as maneuverable as the F-16. Not that that's the only thing that matters, but my funny story there was like getting on this tiny little elevator. I got on the elevator first, elevator music's playing, and then two uh, Russian Su-35 pilots, like their chief test pilot for the Sukhoi Design Bureau, and then two, sorry, three uh, Chinese J-16 pilots get on the elevator. And it's like, no kidding, everyone's just like sitting on the elevator like, do 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 do. And the other's like, wow, this is like super awkward right now. So, uh, that's when was, was that? The that tour was... 2017 in Dubai. 2017. Okay, yeah. Gotcha. And so, like, the Russians wow, gave so us awesome. a tour of the Su-35. They wanted a tour of the Raptor, which, like, oh yeah, that's no problem because the Raptor was there, and that was part of the plan. They have a cordon. Yeah. But they thought, yeah, it's like, oh yeah, we want a tour. But then the Su-35. We got a tour and it's like up underneath it and all sorts of stuff. It's a big plane. That's a massive yeah. plane. Holy yeah, crap. It's crazy. Yeah. Did you ever do all- fight a Su thirty Raider in Malaysia? I, I didn't. I was I was talking crap to scheduling, so uh which uh, I respect. They were like, No, you're point. out and I was like, Yeah, I did. I was like, because they had me in it for they had me in for ACM. It was like ACM oh, yeah. with a Su thirty five, and I was like, Ooh. BFM or nothing. And then I got nothing. So I was like, I respect that, Golden. That's uh, yeah, yeah, I deserve that. Yeah, that's funny. yeah. That's why you don't talk tra- uh, talk crap to scheduling. You know, you gotta, they own your fate. <laughs> I got a child who's trying to break yeah. the door down now. <laughs> they're they're relatively small. The uh, Rain, <laughs> one of the questions I had was uh, because obviously we've all flown a ton of like uh, pond crossings, you know, so across the Pacific, across the Atlantic, like in an F-16. I haven't done a pond crossing in a two-engine aircraft, but Bender, I don't know if you've done them in the 35 and Rain now, obviously, in your current uh, plane, like are pond crossings just like not, you know, because there's a little pucker factor in a single-engine aircraft for seven hours. Oh. It's nothing. I've only done it in a single yeah, oh, yeah. twin That's twin true. engine is so much easier, and there's a bunk to sleep in, and a that's pretty oven. nice. 
And now I understand why all these like yeah. tanker guys are like, oh yeah, I'm just heating my food up. We're like, yeah, that's really that's really nice, actually. I do appreciate that. Yeah. You still have to do uh, ETOPS, extended time over water. I don't know. I actually don't know what it stands for. I mean, I should, but like, there's all these reliability things that the company has to prove, the plane has to prove, the crew has to be trained to do. So if you do lose an engine, you can fly for two hours, three hours to the nearest piece of concrete, concrete land. That is unless it's a lithium battery fire and you're just going to burn up and die. Um, <laughs> yeah, 10 minutes. You know. 10 minutes before you die. Not all emergencies a, are created equal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, but is, Bender, is a 35 any different? I haven't done a pond costume in 35. I assume it's the same as Viper. I mean, it's single engine. It's The motor is so reliable, though. <clears throat> it hasn't had... So, I don't know. It hasn't had, knock on wood, a lot of issues yeah. with the motor, at least. Well, that's because it, I mean, I it like tells on itself pretty quick, right? Like, if there's something yeah. going wrong, like, they, the maintenance knows, like, hey, this yeah, is going bad or whatever. AI-type machine learning, who knows, all those buzzwords. But it does a lot of that kind of stuff, predictive maintenance. So, it, theoretically, and I think it's worked out so far, I mean, it's got a ton of flight hours on it, and it hasn't had engine issues, really. So, that's what, good. It has other the, things that are weird. Uh, the Beaufort F thirty five mishap. That was like two years ago. The one they ever come out with was it two oh, years ago? Where, not the well, Fort Worth the one. Not the Fort Worth one. Okay. Yeah, not the Fort Worth one. Yeah, I don't that, know like, went viral, but the Beaufort like Beaufort had one where the guy punched out. Um, yeah, I assume it was because it was trying to do helicopter things. I don't know anything about yeah, it, but exactly. maybe that's the problem. Like you're having your See, that's when you fighter. get two engines working together, things go weird. Yeah, it's really one engine driving yeah. another thing, but <laughs> it's like a PTO kind of thing. Yeah, the uh, but I assume there's so much room, more room in the 35 than a Viper. Like, I mean, think it back, like building the you know, I'll paint you a word picture audience, like hopping in an F 16 before EFBs, so electronic flight books existed. You would you'd have like at least what my squadrons or benders of my squadron was like Ziploc bags. And it was like, here's your Ziploc bag of every pub that you require for this leg of this trip. And you're like, sweet. Here's a Ziploc bag for the next one. Don't lose them. And then you're like, throw what you don't need in the travel pod. The F-16 is super tiny, so it's like your little, maybe you bring like a small bag with like some food in it, some your helmet bag with piddle packs in it. You've got some water, and then you've got all your pubs. And then you like close the canopy, and then you start like, dispersing everything around the cockpit to like build your nest. And so now I think like the C models just got like, I don't know, like the, the map case in the C model, like you could put your backpack there. Like you could have like a two day bag in it. Yeah. Like just like you'd have to like lay it flat, but yeah, you just like set it in there. Like it's not a thing. So I assume like the 35 and obviously like a triple seven, like they're just space galore. Real room. But yeah, thirty five is definitely bigger like, than a Viper, is but it? not. It's not. You can't put a backpack in a map case. That'd be pretty amazing. But you can yeah. put a backpack <laughs> in there and like stick it back somewhere. Yeah, there's no like fifth gen stealth. Like, uh, here's my golf club section. Uh, <laughs> not that I. Know. Well, it's weird. The travel pod goes in the weapons base, so you're still oh, stealthy you even when you're traveling. Sick. Funny, but yeah, still nine G capable. Yeah, probably. Yeah, <laughs> you can put your golf clubs. See, it's the same one I think as the Viper, though. Just it's just a fifth gen travel pod, yeah. same size as the Viper. Yeah. See, see, but but the door, 
now I'm I'm envisioning the 35 weapons bay with a travel pod like up in the center, and then the door like fitting your bag. Like it was tough getting your bag into That's a true. Viper one, like yeah. when it's hanging on the wing, let alone in a weapons bay. Yeah, good point. I don't know. I've never done it, so hopefully the doors are bigger. God, those travel pods. That was the worst part. Well, maybe not the worst part. That was one of yeah. the worst parts about like going on AOS was like you're like hoofing your duffel bag out to the jet and you're like i'm about to spend 15 minutes like just pouring sweat trying to get this thing in that tiny freaking door uh terrible Hartman, i think he lost like 15 pounds yeah. just <laughs> trying to get his bag one day into that, into that travel pod with four other maintainers like all in a line pushing the stupid bag yeah like you can get in there Bring but you're stuff. not getting the thing out like there's no way it was all tobacco, turns out. That's all it was. <laughs> the, uh, Rain, did you have uh, did you have the demo, the super cool? It was like a centerline gas tank that had been converted into that one was Gucci. It would hold like pop up like uh, tents and stuff, and you're like, this is nuts. Nothing but it. Bender got experienced it a couple times doing the demo piece with me, but uh, I was saying we did the showdown in Stewart, Florida, and one of the two of the guys went on a hog hunt. Like we had some extra time there. And so coming back, it was, uh, gosh, I'm trying to, I'm blanking now who went and did it. But like the travel, like you did fill them up because they had to bring a bunch of extra things just doing demo that you normally wouldn't have to bring if you're going to another base. But they had this thing in the cooler. The hog had been quartered up, whatever. And it's like, if you can fit it in there, like I'm going to fly back in the 40s. So keep it cold. Probably by the time we land in Sumter, South Carolina, like you're going to need uh, this thing to go in the cooler pretty quick. You know, just I just don't want to have blood all over, like just dripping. But it made it back. You know? <laughs> you're just like taxiing in, just like blood is dripping out of the dripping out of Something has gone horribly wrong. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's, hydro, it's a hydro leak. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Yeah. The the AOS, like they were. There was, there was like its own mission set, you know, like, all right, you had to get like, your mind right. Like, okay, I'm going to sit in this plane for, you know, six, seven, eight, ten, twelve hours, you know, like, here we go. Buckle up. And if you ever had to pull one and of those take pubs out to begin it's with, it's like the most fun eight hours of your life. <laughs> I didn't so take it very often, but I did one from. It is methamphetamines uh, or amphetamines. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Something. They're prescribed. Not, not something me- good. Not they meth. Totally legal. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but we, I think I went from Belgium to South Carolina. I can't remember. It was a long one. But like, I was like, you know, I'm just going to do it. So I popped two of the things like two hours into it. And I was like, I was raging. I like had business plans like written like fully out. Like my whole, like all my children's like college savings plans, like all calculated. I did not want to land that airplane. I was like, I am feeling it. This is good. Let's just take another lap. Like it's going to be fine. <laughs> It was awesome. So that stuff, uh, that stuff is, I think it works. If we could just have that, yeah, in our daily lives, every once in a while, I think people do. They're pretty yeah. sensitive about that stuff. Right? I was all, they're pretty sensitive about that stuff. I'm like, I mean, it's like a controlled substance. I mean, it is a controlled substance. Yeah. Um, but it is makes you very focused. Very yeah. focused. The old combat cocktail. Did you guys are, yeah, you know, dirty little rain, but yeah, <laughs> his combat cocktail of like whatever. He'd like pop two decks 
uh, like three emodium and like four Advil <laughs> for like how how bad it was going to hurt to come off the deck string. Oh, like, that cannot like on a daily basis. He like combat Bingo. cocktail. Here we go for six. Then go take a rest roll. Like, yeah, like yeah, exactly. Your, yeah. Bo- yeah. your body is not liking you right now. Yeah, the yeah. Raptor guys like on our deployment. They, I think they were taking for us. It was like an act of Congress to get uh, decks prescribed, and you know like obviously monitoring how much you're using, et cetera. But then talking to some of those guys, like, oh, yeah, like every single sortie. But they were flying like two hours just to get into country, two and a half hours to get into country and doing like 12-hour sorties. We're like, yeah, I can, I can see that. Being a, being a yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. My, yeah worst, my worst combat sortie was over Syria, and it was the crypto changeover. Like we were flying like 10 p.m., like landing like at 3, 3 a.m., well, the JTACs weren't doing their crypto swap until like 5 or 6 a.m., you know, like when they got up. So for, you know, the entire two or two hours into, you know, midnight to 2 a.m., it was just like, and couldn't talk to anyone, couldn't do anything. But, and this is like towards the end of the point too, you know, so you're pretty comfortable doing everything. I'm like, I am not, I am not going to make it home. I'm going to fall asleep in the jet. Like I am dying here. I've eaten all my snacks. I got nothing yeah. left. Just to um, and uh, just that like Vaughn white noise machine going like, on. I got for pop, you. pop one. The, uh, you're not well, going to go to sleep when you get home. Like I don't. I'm not going to be able to make it home if I don't take it. Took that. I was like, I can solve <laughs> yeah. all the world's problems. I don't care how bored I am. This stuff's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That come down is uh, it's no joke. The uh, you gotta. That's the thing. You gotta like keep doing it. Like once you start, it's like okay, like hack the clock. Where you gotta. We got this is a <laughs> this is a trend now. Uh, <laughs> Man, oh man, and then they take them back. You know, yeah. if you don't use them, you lose them. That's, yeah, yeah. supposed to, yeah, theoretically. Though I do have a pretty good stash of Ambien. <laughs> you know, it's a couple years old. Out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, cut that out. No big deal. Well, you never know. You you be swapping sleep schedules all the time and exercise, so it's good yeah. to have that. Be, That's be true. Prepared. Yeah, you gotta have that Ambien. I like Ambien way more. I like the decks. I don't know, I mean, Air Force for for me, it's like a four hour like. To the minute, four hour clock. It's like same, same. fall asleep. Four hours later, it's like pop. I'm awake. Yep. I would. And then I was like snap them one. in half. Yeah. And yeah. Just take two. I was like, because I will, I will, I will, I will go to sleep real fast. And if I don't, it's gonna be tragic. Uh, yeah. I'll wake up in like yeah. two hours. Yeah. I think chaos. The, uh, chaos has some dots. great stories. Yeah. Yeah. Flight dust. But yeah. chaos had some great stories yeah. of taking Ambien, and then his big thing was trading stocks on Ambien. Just like teleport and then like go make stock trades. Like not intentionally, you know, but I do remember like I woke up once like I think I bought a bunch of stuff off Amazon. Like you kinda like teleport. It's like uh stupor, like it didn't put me to sleep, but I was like a walking zombie. Yeah. Yeah, Crazy. There's there's definitely like a diminishing return. Like uh, at some point it's like (laughs) You are not falling asleep. You are just an insane person for a little while. Yeah, it's, uh, that's funny though. Trading stocks like that could go horribly well or horribly wrong. Yeah, no, you don't know. You know, one of two you ways. Wake up. Th- yeah, that's future use problem. Yeah, Ambien, well, that's a hell of a drug. Unconscious, I you know, yeah. that's about the same odds for me. So. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably good. Just Get the brain out of the way. Yeah, exactly. yeah. When you're on Ambien, at least you don't like remember it, so it's not as painful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, there's cool. deployed life, you know. It's uh it's different. Different living. Yeah. Yeah. Things you never thought. Yes on here. Yeah, yeah we do need to talk about, we'll just do a whole episode on our 
our deployment to Jordan. Oh yeah. That's first. Then you guys next. Yeah. Good. That'd be yeah, a good be episode. Going. That would be good. Yeah, we should. I was talking to the guys who went in 2016. We were talking over the weekend and they were talking about MSAB or whatever. I'm like it, it must've been miserable for them because they had like, it was like full established at that point. Like they had yeah. a commander and like all this bull crap they had to like follow. But when we were there, it was like a group commander who had zero authority as far as I can remember. <laughs> and then the squadron commander is in charge of everything else. And so we just got to do what you want pretty much. Yeah, it was great. It's it like, by the time we were leaving, they were starting to get established, you know, like they're, yeah, that's what, like the predators or, you know, the drones had shown up and then like, all right, now it's starting to gotta be more inclusive and, you know, welcoming yeah. and all the, from yeah, all that stuff, which was just kind of a pain. It was nice when it was just like a fighter squadron and maintenance and everyone was working towards the same objective, just producing yeah. sorties and blowing up yeah. bad guys. Yeah, we yeah. did. Good. It's amazing what maintenance can do when you take out maintenance leadership. I maybe cut that out. I don't know how many maintainers listen to this thing. No. Hopefully not the leadership. Like, like, yeah, can you do just, that? That's the thing that they say no to all the time at home station. You're like, you're like, oh yeah, no problem. They just like do it. And you're like, wait, what? Like, yeah. How did you well, do that? I think it's like a fighter squadron. You know, where like somehow home station, there's just there's always training queep, there's always all this BS. And then you go, and then you're like, where, where did all that extra work go? I hope it's not at home waiting for me when I get back. <laughs> I feel like maintenance is probably the exact same way. Like, they just, like, don't do the extra dumb stuff that just the wing structure makes them do. Yeah, it's yeah. just you're purely focused on the objective. It's awesome. It's awesome. I imagine. always did that. Gosh. what? Yeah, it's like, well, it turns out I didn't need to do this for six months, and everything just seemed to work just fine the way you know if i had pay issues turns out there was like four people there that worked in two-man shifts and they fixed it very quickly not like well sorry we have we're closed for training or we closed at 3 30 today i don't know man yeah (laughs) i would say the horse is dead on that but no like it still needs it is dead we just need to keep beating it Yeah, yeah we can't the beatings, the, uh, the beatings will continue until uh, performance improves. That's what's going <laughs> to happen. <laughs> I'm sure they're listening. They're like, okay, yeah, we could fix that. We could fix that. Yeah, yeah. We're not. No, we're not, not going, going to. to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we wouldn't have anything to talk about then. So That's yeah. true. Yeah. And Sometimes Vader invites all these like important people. Like we had, uh, who oh. was, I can't remember his name, but, but he was General the Jodas. During, yeah, General Jodas. Yeah. You know, so all the three stars I just like constantly check because there's no accountability for the things that I say. <laughs> all of a sudden, like there was, he's like, "Well, you can't do that because of that and that and that." I'm like, eh, "That's actually pretty reasonable." Dang yeah. it! Yeah, Dang it. <laughs> he's, it's it's super good getting to like talk to people like General Jodis. Like, like I mean, we talked to uh, uh, General Tykert. He's retired. He was a test wing commander, like the. 412th or whatever Edwards is. He's a wing commander there and a retired one star. And then, I mean, heck, Rain, you had General uh, Holmes on yours. But yeah. these dudes, like, the perspective that they have, you know, it's easy in the cheap seats to be like, oh, you should just do this. And then those dudes are us plus a ton of more experience. And they're like, nah, it doesn't make sense because of this. And you're like, you don't know what you're talking about. No, yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, Trust it's me, great. I'm the most them. important person in the world, yeah. <laughs> my opinion. Is. Yeah, yeah. I have the solutions. That's why everyone's asked me. But I mean, yeah, to be fair, it's like there's so many variables 
And like General Holmes, that's what he was talking about too, is like the budget process, which again, not knowing much about it, I think our budget process is broken. But when you're at that level, like you're obviously playing the game or you're in the system, right? So you have to play by those rules. And yeah, it's not just like, oh, yep, this is dumb. We're not going to do that. It's like, well, no, this is in law. So you got to do X, Y, and Z. You're like, well, that's dumb. So yeah. whatever. Change the law. Yeah. Change the law. And it turns out also not that easy to do. So <laughs> politics. Yeah. yeah. There you go. So yeah. no one. No one asked us. We just we unsolicited provide our opinion on things, and I think we solve a lot of the world's problems. Just there it is. That's what we're good at. Yeah. Well, this has been awesome, guys. I'm glad we got a got a chance to reconnect. Yeah. I mean, maybe probably increase the frequency. We got we got to figure out the the frequency, the appropriate appropriate amount. But I think we already, we yeah. got the next one on the books. I'm not going to say it publicly because. And I'm gonna come That's up right. with like a little agenda or something. Yeah. There's some we got some good content coming everybody's way. We're gonna do like a meme theme or like whatever we're talking about, like meme of the day, a meme of the week. Yeah. We think this has been months. worse for a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's well, because sure. we came up with this after the last bro chat, and it's been months. <laughs> yeah. Well, now that you're done training, so now we we should be good to go. We should be able to at least get right. two of these a month. I think at least. That's yeah. 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 Easy. Somehow. I've got yeah down days, I'm down. Yeah, cancel yeah. your flight. <laughs> All right, <laughs> easy, well, cool. It, All right, yeah. It's been fun, guys. Bye, everybody. <laughs> we'll see you practice. next time. Yeah. <laughs> well, well hey, let's make. You know what we should do? Let's do this before I hit stop on the record. Bender, you owe the, you have the exit. I just did the intro. Yeah, yeah. but it's your. This yeah. is it's your like a, episode. This is the Bender yeah, episode. Oh, it's my so, episode. All right, it's well, circular. dudes, it has been a good time. And also, I forgot at the beginning to thank Rain's Patreon uh, yeah. folks. So, as a tradition. Yeah. yeah. Keep doing whatever, you know, connect your credit card and hit whatever. <laughs> submit. Keep that money going. I'm sure it's great. I don't ever get to see it, but I'm sure it's great. Uh, and Invader, <laughs> if you're seeing Patreon money, then... Yeah, you know, no, you owe me an explanation because I haven't seen any of it myself. Yeah, you got you, <laughs> you red internal stuff. You so, guys got to work out. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Donations are always open. Yeah. yeah, always open. But honestly, we do appreciate the people who do listen. And you know, like there's probably seven or eight that care about what Vader I have to say. But Rain, your your people are great people. So appreciate yeah, you guys they, listening. They definitely we'll care what see I have to say. Next month, yeah, for sure, yeah. or whenever we do this next week. That was great. That was a great job, Bender. Yeah, yeah thanks. I'm getting yeah, you know, right. start from zero. Uh, we hit stop. <laughs>